0: Hey, you, yeah, you love the show and want more content, want to be part of some of our hilarious adventures, ever wish you could be part of the squad and team up with us in our fight to save the galaxy. Well, now you can head over to multiplayer squad.com and check out some of the awesome benefits we offer to our official squad mates. We offer a ton of extra ways you can interact with us and the show. We certainly aren't above bribery to earn your support, but we think you'll love all the extras that come with supporting this independent podcast. Thank you for listening and supporting the show. Now, on to what's sure to be our greatest episode ever.
1: What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and rate us five stars. We are a family friendly podcast that normally talks about the subject of gaming. And today would normally be a bonus round episode where we would cover a gaming topic, but today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Actually, maybe it's a lot different, but today we're going to be talking about pranks. Oh. Oh. And, <laughs> and we'll explain why in just a minute here, but we do need some introductions. I am your host and prankster extraordinaire, Paul. And with me is my co host, and like Michael Scott once said, "You've been exed, punk." It's Josh. <laughs>
0: hey,
1: man! Anytime you can work in an
0: office reference, that's good too. I am legitimately wearing my Shrewd Farms oh. shirt right now, so that was that was completely unplanned.
1: You sure are, and I did not even notice. I don't know what it is about that line from The Office. I mean, I could probably quote every line from every episode, but "You've been exed, punk" is just so funny to me that whenever I think of pranks. That's the first thing that comes to mind. All right. So, Josh, why on earth are we talking about pranks today? This is a gaming podcast. How did this come about?
0: I mean, honestly, it just kind of came about naturally. Are we, like, everybody was just chatting in the Discord server today, and somehow the topic of pranks... Oh, I know what it was. I shared the fact that you had pranked me. Right. A while back, like I think it started <laughs> off talking about like board games and stuff. And then that transitioned into, yeah, this one time when Paul was at my house, you mm-hmm. played this prank on me, which I'm sure you will bring up in a little while. Um, but that led to a phenomenal discussion on some of these just pranks that people have pulled off, pranks that you have done, pranks that I have done. And then we were just like, you know, we've got a bonus round tonight. Let's just talk about, like, let's have fun, man. You know what I mean? Like, instead of having this, like, you know, designed topic, we were like, dude, let's throw caution to the wind. Let's talk about some of our favorite pranks, some of the best pranks that we've done or experienced, and let's just have a good time.
1: Yeah. So when we did our listener questions episode, we had a chance to talk about some music. We had a chance to talk about some other topics. And I got some good feedback of people who liked it. So maybe we're flying too close to the sun, but at least for this one bonus round, we're going to just go completely off topic and and dive into pranks. Now, when we're talking about the subject of pranks, Josh, what makes for a good prank? I think the big
0: thing is you have to know your target, right? Like some of the best pranks out there are the ones that both people are going to appreciate and enjoy. Right. Like it's one of those things like we we just had Andy on the show and we always joke about how Todd panned Andy in the back of the head when we were completely geared out in PUBG. (laughs) Right. Like this this comes up a lot because to you and I and Todd, that was a hilarious prank Mm -hmm. to Andy. Not so much at the time (laughs) because he was the guy that got killed and was out of the match at that point, you know, and Andy, to his credit, took it fairly well the first time that Todd panned him but when you know as friends do we said Todd I bet you won't do it again and Todd did it again at that point Andy got pretty frustrated you know rightfully so but
1: <laughs> right. we had
0: we had a really good laugh but i mean a good prank is oftentimes subtle Right, But it doesn't always have to be. But I think the best ones are if you know your target and you know it's somebody that's going to genuinely laugh with you and appreciate it and laugh about it later on, those make for the best pranks.
1: Yeah, I think that's the key thing. I have always said at the end of a prank, everyone should be laughing about it, including the so-called target. I have always hated pranks like unscrewing the top of a salt shaker, that way when you pour it over your food, all the salt comes out, and now your meal's ruined. Like, that's not funny to me. Or, like, I remember in high school, uh, I went to a high school party, Andy was actually on the wrong end of this prank also, but our friend Corey crushed up a bunch of Doritos in his hands, and... Blew all of them into Andy's face. But Andy wears contacts. Oh, no! He just blew all these sharp little chip shards into Andy's eyes. And Andy was like, what are you doing? So, like, I am not a fan of, it's just a prank, bro. Like, that's not the kind of stuff we're talking about. We're talking about good-natured pranks that are actually funny. I think the best ones require patience, maybe a little bit of time and effort. And hopefully, we have some good ones here that we can talk about. You know, what's also funny is that, like you had mentioned, this was all going on on our Discord server. So, if anyone here doesn't know, if you support the show on Patreon by going to MultiplayerSquad.com, you can help support the show as little as $5 a month, and that gives you access to our Discord server, where all of our listeners and me and Josh and others all come together and talk about gaming occasionally, pranks like this today. Um, So if you wanted to, you could always check that out. And I think some people in the Discord were kind of surprised about my history with pranks, because as the main host of this podcast, I do some more of the prep work, and you know, I think you kind of have the role of just coming in and maybe sharing some funnier stories. I think some people were legitimately surprised that I've got this very long history of pranks.
0: Well, and I mean... You know, yes, you prepare more, but I I did make the comment and, and I like genuinely mean this is like, you have a phenomenal sense of humor, which is one reason that we're such good friends. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's just, Uh it's hilarious to me because I think it's like, you're a little unassuming. Like people wouldn't necessarily peg you as a guy. That would pull off some of these masterful pranks. Like me, they're like, oh, Josh loves chaos and trolling people and all that. And I get it. You know, I'm always the, the evil guy in the board games and I'm instantly blamed if something goes wrong and stuff like that, which I'm fine with. I mean, I've certainly cultivated that mindset, but you, on the other hand, are like the, the sneaky prankster where people yes. would not expect it, which makes it all the
1: better sometimes. And it lets me get away with it, I think, more often because I can quietly do something and people, for whatever reason, just assume it's someone else. And they kind of forget that I tend to be the one to bring these pranks to the table. So, you know, I thought that it would be kind of funny to talk about how we developed like this love of pranks. Like for me, this goes definitely back to my high school years. So during that time, this is when there were a lot of prank shows on TV I loved watching the Tom Green show. Oh. Did you ever watch that growing up? Yes. Dude, one of the hardest times I ever laughed was when Tom Green pretends to be an employee from Undercutters Pizza and he would follow pizza delivery men and he would run up to the door and try to sell them (laughs) like I remember
0: this episode. (laughs) Pizza guys would get yeah. ticked,
1: man. Yeah, they'd be like, "It'll be sixteen and then Tom Green will open like a, a a tackle box that has all these toppings, and he's like, "Okay, I'll sell you that pizza for fifteen dollars." And he's like putting the same toppings. I love stuff like that. Um, the Jamie Kennedy experiment was this. Oh, like, that was another great one. Yeah, it was like the biggest show in the world for like two years, and then it disappeared. So I feel like pranks were kind of on everyone's mind. And I had a really good close-knit friend group in high school that just kept leading to escalating pranks back and forth between the guys and the girls. And it really just developed a love for pranks. For me, it's one of my love languages. Like, if I pull a prank on you, it's because that's a sign of affection, and I like doing that. It goes back to the high school days. So to give you, like, a couple examples... Um so Andy from the Fantasy Footballers podcast who we had on he was part of this group and we would just have these TP wars is kind of how it started in our friend groups and then it just started getting more and more ridiculous. So for example, Andy and I thought it would be so funny to buy 10 pounds of bird seed and just dump all of it on our friends front porch hoping that when he would wake <laughs> up in the morning and open the door there would just be like 200 birds on his front porch. So it kind of went from like tee peeing to this giant pile of bird seed. Well, then some of the girls in the group, they really took things to a whole nother level where they stuffed pajamas with newspaper to make it look like a dead body and floated it in my <laughs> friend's pool. <laughs> so that way they would wake up and think that there was like someone who had drowned in their pool. And so we got the girls back where we found out they were having a slumber party. And so we got up really early the next morning and we knocked on the front door. The one girl's mom answered and we brought a bunch of squirt guns and said, can we just run in and raid the girl's room and just spray them? And they're like, yeah, of course. Come on in. And then to pay us back, you know, there were some relationships in the group. So, like, I was dating one of the girls, Emily. My, uh, one of my other friends was dating this girl, Shannon. And so they, they put together this group date where we went out to eat and then they blindfolded us and said so they had a surprise in the car. They drove us back to Shannon's house, walked us to the backyard and then pushed us into the pool. So that <laughs> wow. was, okay. that, that was, that was the end of that date. So this is like the kind of stuff that was going on in high school. And I think it just kind of grew from there where it just continued into adulthood.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, for for me, man, I've always... I, I'm, I'm like you, right? Like, if I pick on you, it means I like you. You know? Like, it, the people that take life way too seriously, it, you know, I'll... It, it's like, I just have a hard time with that, right? Like... I enjoy picking on people. It's a way of saying like, Hey, I feel comfortable with you enough that I can joke with you. And then you can joke with me. And and part of that is, is that you have to be able to take it. Right? Like, yeah, I am the most self deprecating person because, you know, I have no shame. You know, I don't mind if somebody wants to pick on me. You know, I've had, you know, jerks in life insult me and it's just like, dude, whatever. Like, okay. You know, and then <laughs> that that kind of thing. But, the history of pranks for me goes back to my childhood, when back in the day we would do sleepovers all the time, right? Uh, like you okay. just you'd yeah, have yeah. that friend's house. You'd be like, "Hey, I've got like four or five friends that are sleeping over." I remember one of my friends; uh, his house was like the perfect sleepover house because they had like a fully furnished basement with like a Nintendo and a TV down there, and we could be as loud as we wanted. And the parents were on the the second floor, so they were far removed, so we could just stay up all night and act like idiots. But it used to be, you know, whoever fell asleep first in the sleepover was getting something done to them. And this was like, I don't know, I was I don't know, 10, like somewhere between 10 and 15. You know, I'm old, so, you know, it gets hazy, you know, as far as that goes. But <laughs> but then it just became this thing where it was like, hey, it was fun to mess with one of your friends. And it was always funny and everybody took it really well. But that led to, you know, some really good pranks there and kind of just messing with each other. And then it's just it's one of those things like you decide, like, this is kind of fun, man. I I think I like this and I think I'm going to do
1: it from time to time. Dude, that's the number one rule is never be the first to fall asleep at a slumber party. Oh, absolutely. Now, we've established on the show I'm a night owl. I was never the first one to fall asleep at a party. I was always the last one to bed and usually the first one to rise. But what about you? Would you fall asleep early? No. No, uh-uh. you'd always No, up? because
0: I knew, man. Like I knew. So, I'll give you a good example, right? I'll I'll like I'll I'll share this one cuz it's fairly quick and we I'm sure we have plenty to talk about, right? But we're doing this this slumber party. Everybody knew like, "Hey, don't fall asleep," right? And the the kid's the kid whose house it was, he actually wound up falling asleep first. And so you know you got to check—is he actually asleep? Is he out? Or you know—and this, this guy's out, man. So one of one of us goes upstairs to the kitchen and grabs a jar of peanut butter. And while he's sleeping, we smear a dab of peanut butter in his ear, oh, right? No. Like we just okay. packed it in there. It was creamy peanut butter. It just goes straight on the straight inside, in, on the the inside ear of out. his ear, like into his oh, eardrum. No. Right. I, I am not into this. Like, I, I mean, but this is what <laughs> we did at the time. Right. So the funny thing is we're all cracking up or snickering, but he doesn't wake up. And then we're like, I mean, okay, like we can't dig the peanut butter out of his ear at this point. So we're just all going to go to sleep. Right. Oh, no. No lie. The next morning we all wake up like half of us forget about it. And he does not. Know. <laughs> this is the best part. He doesn't know he's got an ear full of peanut butter, man. Come and on. We're how just do you not waiting. Know? Like we all start giggling and stuff. And we're like, dude, when are you going to realize you've got like a spoonful of peanut butter in your ear right now? He did not know for the longest time, dude. And I had to wait for, like, my mom to come pick me up. So everybody else had left. And at that point, like, I'm upstairs. And he's like, I got to take a shower. Like, we're going somewhere. He's like, you can just chill in my room and, like, play Nintendo or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And all I hear is, like, him, like, yell. And he's like, what the? Like, (laughs) what? what is this? And then you just hear, is that peanut butter? (laughs) You've been washing his hair, or something realized he had peanut butter in his ear. I, I mean, it, it was just that, like the fact that he didn't even realize it is what made it even funnier. But that was like the childish things, right? Like, yeah, that we did back in the day,
1: dude. That's insane because you would you would be able to tell the difference with your hearing. It'd be like one ear underwater or like in pancake syrup. He, he said because really I was cracking up.
0: So when he got out, he said like did you do that? And I said, well, it wasn't me, but you know, haha." And then he said, I just thought like, I couldn't hear, like I slept on my ear funny or something. <laughs> so it's like, he knew <laughs> wow. something was wrong, but he never actually like checked it out, I guess. So,
1: Oh man. Did you guys ever do the one hand in hot water? The other one in cold we water tried
0: that, but I have never gotten that to work. I think I don't, think it, I don't think it works. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, we've tried the whole dip in the hand in the water thing and all that. But anyway, so yes, we love Pranks it's it's something that I cherish near and dear to my heart i I, I have learned that you do as well, and I, I mean i I think we should probably share some of the the pranks and stories because you've gotten me. I don't think I've ever gotten mm-hmm. you. I don't know that I've ever gotten so. you no, but it's not I don't think Paul.
1: so. don't worry. Yeah, I, I don't think it counts as a prank, but you did try to sneakily leave a Harry Potter board game on our front oh, porch, yeah. <laughs> but my Google Nest camera caught you, and so I texted you, and I was like, oh, hey, you dropped off this Harry Potter game, thanks, and you're like, oh, I guess I got caught. Yeah. That's the one thing. All of these cameras nowadays really cut down on your ability to prank anymore. It's so
0: tough, man. It's yeah, uh, yeah. There, That's one thing about technology I'm not a huge fan of.
1: All right, so one of my favorite pranks is one that I pulled on you and your family. So I figure maybe we can lead off with that one. This one's great, so, <laughs> dude. This one's so good. <laughs> this this one I did love because it's a prank that started two years ago, and I think it's still continuing. It is to this still day.
0: ongoing to this day, Paul. <laughs> like I, this is no exaggeration, and this will make more sense here in just a second when you talk about it. But uh-huh. no lie, this prank is still ongoing. Like years later.
1: (laughs) So I remember one day I was scrolling on Reddit and someone made some kind of side comment about how the best thing that they ever bought was a roll of stickers that were labeled for rectal use only. And they included a link to the Amazon page. And so I click on it and I see I can buy a thousand stickers that say it. So it looks like at a doctor's office, you might see something labeled for rectal use only, and it was only $8. So I immediately ordered it, and the next time I went to your house, I just put like probably 20 to 22 of these stickers in my pocket and just started putting them everywhere in your house. I was putting it on Sharpies, I was putting it on screwdrivers, and I was trying to find things that would not be found for a long time. Like your wife had tons of arts and crafts supplies and i was just grabbing like random paint brushes applying this sticker everywhere i could in your house and you're still sometimes finding them
0: it's dude this the first time i found one i was like what is this like because it looks like a sticker that would go on like a pill bottle or something it's a small it's a <laughs> right. little small blue sticker right very
1: small yes yeah.
0: it's not and and i just remember thinking like what for rectal use only like what is <laughs> Like, why, you know? And then I was like, I started, I showed it to my wife and she's like, well, I didn't put that there. And then I was like, where did this come from? So then we started finding, we started looking around and we started finding a few. And that's when it was like, okay, like, all right, I get this. This was Paul, you know, and we did, we had a really good laugh about it. And, you know, I thought it was hilarious, man. But then it's the prank that keeps on giving because... Four days later, I'm in my refrigerator trying to, you know, dig out like the jelly or whatever from the back of the fridge. And oh no, I was making a sandwich, is what it was. And I pulled out the sliced pickles. Uh huh. And on the back of the pickle jar, there's a thing for rectal use only. <laughs> I was just like, oh, and that's when like the world uh. opened up. And I was like, oh no, like these uh. things are going to be everywhere. And, uh huh it undoubtedly over the course of like the next three months, we would find one of these things every four days, you know, and every single time it would just crack up. And I tell my wife, I'd be like, I found another sticker. And she'd be like, where was it? (laughs) You know? And she was curious, but then this tapers off. We're like, okay, we finally found all the stickers. Like there's nothing Mm -hmm. left on this great prank, Paul. Like this was hilarious. Legitimate, like, no exaggeration, a year goes by, I'm going into, like, the medicine cabinet in our bathroom where there's, you know, there's 50 things in there we've never used before. One of my kids has a owie or I don't know, man. And I'm looking through this medicine cabinet, and lo and behold, what do I see? A blue sticker on the back of, like, a Sudafed box or something. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a year later, man. Like, are you kidding me? And I think I immediately texted you a photo of it, and I was like, Paul, look what I just found. And you were like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure
1: there's still like 10 more in your house somewhere. (laughs) Well, that was the best part, is that once you figured out it was me, you said something like, I found like three of these. And then you're like, I I, I hope I found them all. And I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, (laughs) I really hope that they sell this house, and in 20 years, like they're still finding these when they're packing everything up. dude. It's That's it's my the hope.
0: best thing ever. I, l- legitimately, the most recent one I found was on the back of like a dry erase marker. And that was, <laughs> I think it was like three months ago. Like, no lie. And I again, I texted you a photo of it. And I was just like, the beauty of this one is in my mind, like, I never saw you disappear. Like, yeah. I remember we had a bunch of people over at the house and you were always right uh-huh. there. So then in my head, I'm like, how did you like... Creep Sneak around my entire house. Like, how did you put a sticker on the
1: pickle jar, man? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't remember you digging around at my fridge. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's all those stealth games that I played yeah. <laughs> growing <laughs> up. I, I learned from the best. Yeah, yeah. I I even went into my Amazon search history, and that goes all the way back to July 2018. So we're almost going on three years since I, I bought that roll of stickers, and I couldn't be happier. I honestly think it's the best $8 I ever spent. If Easily. you want bang for your buck, that is such a great way to do it. If you want a slightly even more family friendly thing to do, buy googly eyes and just put them on everything. And it's so funny if someone just finds, you know, random googly eyes where you can make anything look like a face. Yeah. So that's, that's a great one.
0: That one was, it, it's uh, honestly, it ranks up there for me. We love it. Like, it, it, it's funny because even my kids knew about it at that point because they were like, what is this? And then they were like, eww. And then it's <laughs> like, you know, if we find one, they, they just start giggling and cracking up and it's like, found another sticker. And they're like, oh, where was it this time? <laughs>
1: so, yeah. The, it's the whole family is really enjoying this. The worst would be is if there was like, some accident and you and Brandy were in the hospital or something and someone's like going through things in your house. You know, like, why is all this stuff? was <laughs> a weird use? family, man. Yeah, what's, up? what's going on in here? <laughs> oh, oh, man. Too funny.
0: All right. So I'm going to share I, I, this. This story could be really long, but I'm going to try to condense it. Right. So a good friend of ours uh, by the name of Rob texted mm. me and it was April Fool's Day. And he Mm -hmm. texts me and he says, hey, we need to teach our kids how to enjoy April Fool's. Do you want to meet up with me and bring your daughter? Because my daughter and his daughter are best friends, right? So he was like, Mm -hmm. hey, how about we meet up at like 10 o'clock at night. We'll bring a bunch of toilet paper and shaving cream and stuff. And we'll go around and we'll TP friends' houses. And I asked my daughter, I said, do you want to go TP houses? And of course, she was like,
1: "Yeah!"
0: yeah. So we meet up. And we're hitting some of our closest friends' houses. So, normal TPing thing, normal shaving cream. We, you know, we shaving cream their cars, and, and I think we brought some saran wrap and stuff like that. And, you know, standard fare, right? Right. But where this gets good is we were going to get you, number one, uh-huh. but you don't have any, you don't have any, like, trees in your
1: front yard. No, I just have really tall palm trees. Yes. My house cannot be TPing. It it's cannot impossible. Because we drove by. We, yeah. Cause they were like, Oh, let's get Paul and Nikki,
0: you know? And and it, like, we drove by and they were like, there's nothing to it's get. It's all rocks. like we could TP like the <laughs> basketball hoop, but like uh-huh. that doesn't. So you got out of it. Right. But I knew without a doubt that we would get blamed for this. Right. Like I, the first person that they're going to blame is me. Like everybody right. knows like, Hey, we all got TP'd. It was Josh. So what I did is we TP'd our own house Right. Like, <laughs> this, now this, this is, is a long con. You gotta, you gotta admit, this is a little bit masterful. And when I say TP, we didn't actually TP, but we hung a few strategically placed pieces of toilet paper from the tree in our front yard. And then I took a photo of it and I posted it on Facebook. And I said, Very looks nice. like somebody was having too much fun tonight because that completely threw people off the, the scent. So of course, everybody wakes up the next day and this starts just raging like wildfire as to who was the person that TP'd all these houses. Well, obviously, it's somebody that we all know. So it has to be somebody in this smaller group of people. This drama just exploded, dude. This was people accusing people left and right. And this was was where the sheer beauty of this comes in. Because what happened was... I played part of the victim. I said, well, they got me too. So, you know, I want to know who it is. Like we are going to get these guys. Revenge must be had. So I was not in the limelight on this. Then what happened is people started accusing other people. And I would just immediately jump on that and be like, yeah, yeah. I bet it was Paul. Like nobody got Paul's (laughs) house, man. I bet it was Paul. (laughs) So then everybody would be like, oh, we're going to get Paul so bad. Well, this went around for a while. But eventually they settled on one of our friends, Brandon. So, yeah. and of course I just said, yeah, I bet it was Brandon, man. So Andy had the idea hey, what if we get Brandon and we sign up? We're going to, we're going to sit, we're going to create a listing that says that he has a room for rent in his house for like a hundred bucks a month. (laughs) Now we live in Phoenix, which is a major city, right? So you advertise you have a room for a hundred bucks a month. You're going to get a ton of people that want to inquire about that room. So Andy sets up this Craigslist listing and puts Mm. Brandon's phone number on there with this fake listing and I don't think Brandon realized it. Now, you and I were both working with Brandon at Poor the time. Brandon. Yeah. Brandon sends a message to the group and goes, Guys, I don't know what happened, <laughs> but my phone is blowing up, man. And he shows us, and he has like 200 text messages on his phone asking about this room. Now, the beauty of this is, Brandon has no idea that everybody blamed him for TPing everybody's houses. And people are retaliating against Brandon and he has no clue. So, oh, poor Brandon. Oh man, it was just the best. It, it eventually, they could not figure it out. Eventually, what's funny is people figured it out. And one of our friends groups actually said Josh is conniving enough that he would actually TP his own house to get people to not blame him. And I just went, guys, that's, that's ridiculous, man. Like, come on. Like, all right. I, my house got gotten too. And it was a hundred percent true. And eventually we did let on that it was us. We blamed our kids. You know, it was the kids really, but you know, we were, we were accomplices, but I, I love the fact that it just spun off in so many different directions
1: and caused so much havoc amongst our friend group. It was great. Dude, everyone was treating it like the serial podcast where it was like, Well, I live here and if someone drove, that would take twenty minutes and they were at this location. Everyone was trying to figure this out. And it did go on for a couple weeks. It did. Until it all got settled.
0: I've never seen so many people be so interested in trying to like solve the mystery of who it was. And (laughs) we were all in the same like friend chat. So it was just hilarious to watch this stuff. And from the perspective of like I know what happened, you know, was was awesome because I could see when people would start to catch, like, the right trail and then somebody else would steer them. And to be able to just chime in and try to, like, throw people off and, and accuse people like Brandon, you know, when, yeah. when Brandon's name came up, to just jump on that and then be like, yeah, it was Brandon. <laughs> Brandon is sus. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Brandon, if you're listening, <laughs> but... Yeah, this is like real life Among Us is basically what you guys were playing, even though Among Us was not even out yet. That's basically what happened. Oh, man. All right. So another prank of mine that I was very proud of, you ended up being sucked into this... With a little bit of unintended collateral damage oh, because you had man. nothing to do with this prank.
0: Zero. I
1: was one of the few times I was completely innocent. <laughs> that's what makes the story so great is how you accidentally incriminated yourself in this story. So I thought it would be a really funny idea to buy a whole bunch of license plate holders, the ones that go around the license plate on the back. And, you know, you always see those. A lot of times they're just car dealerships or whatever. And I just decided to find the funniest, goofiest ones that I could. And I found a bunch on Amazon that said, cowboy butts drive me nuts. And I bought, I think it was six or seven of these. They were a little pricey, (laughs) but I thought this would be worth spending money on because of the story and they arrive and I end up putting them on a couple of friends' cars I put it on the back of Andy's car. I also put it on the back of Jason's car from the Fantasy Footballers. And I did this when we were all meeting at your house. And so as the as as our hangout was coming to a close, I snuck outside, popped him on the cars. Everyone left. And my hope is that no one would figure this out for at least a couple of days. Otherwise, everyone would immediately assume it would just be me or you. All right. So a couple of days go by. And Andy is, like, pinging everyone, like, do you know anything about this, Paul? And I was like, dude, no, but that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I would totally take credit if that were me. But no, I don't know anything about it. And so time goes on, and then I do it again. Now,
0: where where you forgot to mention that because it was at my house, everybody
1: instantly blamed me. Right, because they did end up figuring it out within a day. And they realized that the time that they were all together was at your house. And what's really funny, and I'll let you tell this part of the story, because this is where you come into play, because you didn't know that I had done this at your house. Yes, I had zero clue. And so now this is when the footballers are already doing their show. You're doing some work for them. And what ends up happening when you go into work one day?
0: Dude, I pull up. I have a company vehicle, right? I I pull up (laughs) to, to their studio. Uh And I go in for a little while, I come back out, as I'm walking out to my car, something looks off about this this vehicle, and I can't tell what it is. So I stop for a second, and I look, and that's when I see this license plate frame Mm -hmm. that says, cowboy butts drive me nuts. And (laughs) I'm in your car now. On a, on my work car, on my company car, right? So then I'm like, <laughs> right. how long have I been driving this around, <laughs> not knowing that this thing is on my car? Like, I, this is hilarious. And then I'm kind of like, uh-oh. So I instantly assume that one of them put it on my car. So right. I take it off, I st- walk over, and I put it on their car. Which which instantly incriminates me again, even though I have
1: zero idea what's going on right now. Dude, and then wasn't there something where, like, you walked into work and Andy just said, cowboy butts? Yes. And then you just went, drive me nuts. Yes, because it's from a
0: movie called Eight Seconds, right? Which I lived (laughs) in Louisiana, which is next to Texas, where rodeo and stuff is huge. So there's this movie called Eight Seconds that was very popular. And I had no idea, dude, no idea. But I guess they had figured out, hey, everybody was over at my house and everybody found these license plate brackets on their cars. And so when I walk into the studio, they're all chipper and they're smiling and they're like, hey, and Andy (laughs) just looks at me and he's like, Josh. And I'm like, hey, and he goes, cowboy butts. And I know this movie, so I go, drive me nuts. And they all just start going like, "Oh." Know it was you, and then I'm going like, wait a minute, like what are you talking about? And they did not believe me at all. Like I had no idea that this had gone down, and I'm like, I was just quoting a movie, and they were like, No, man, you know, you know.
1: I love that me putting on this license plate started to just cycle. Where now you're all pranking each other. They think it's you only because you know this stupid little rhyme, and then I did it again. I might have even done it another time until I ran out of the plates. And finally, I came clean. And I just thought it was the funniest thing because it just grew a life of its own.
0: It was uh, like, normally, I'm aware that a prank is happening, you know, at this point. And they knew that somebody was putting (laughs) these on their cars. But I was completely innocent in a very large portion of this. And then even when I wasn't, like when I thought they put it on my car, I was just like retaliating by putting it on their car. But it this went on for a while. I remember like I think it took a month or two before they before either you confessed or they, you know, finally just figured it out. But it was hilarious to see, you know, them trying to guess who it was. I had no idea that I incriminated myself so (laughs) bad by knowing this stupid movie line, you know, and then there was nothing I could say at that point that convinced them that it wasn't me because I instantly knew like what the saying Mm -hmm. was. So it was just, oh, man, it was so great.
1: It could not have gone any better for me. I got to say, you really were the perfect wingman for that prank. (laughs) And you had no idea.
0: <laughs> I told you, I always wind up being the fall guy, man. Like, yes, like there's times when I deserve it. But even when I don't, I still get blamed for stuff at this point. <laughs> Which, yeah, that that was a good one, man. That one. That's another prank that went on for a long time without people figuring out. Yeah. All right. Um. This one. We've I'll mention this one. This is going to be a quick one. I have a couple of quick hitters here because some of these are more like just slightly like jokes to play on people than actual pranks. But then I'll get into a couple of sure. funnier ones here in a little bit. But we've pulled this on Todd and this is a great one for anybody listening is, you know, everybody uses discord now, right? Todd has hopped into discord many a time and you and I will just instantly pretend like we cannot hear Todd talking. Right. You know, and so when you because, you know, Discord makes that sound when somebody joins the channel. Right. And then Todd will be like, hey, guys. And then you and I will just start talking to each other and completely pretend like we can't hear Todd at all. And then you'll hear Todd go like, hey, can can you guys hear me? (laughs) And then we'll go like, oh, oh, Todd's in the channel. Like, what's up, Todd? Like Todd, is your mic on? Are you on mute? Can you hear Todd? No, no, I can't, can you hear him? Dude, I can't Todd. If you're if you can hear us, man, your mic's not working. You know, you might need to you might need to reboot or something. you <laughs> will just hear him go like, "Ah, oh, man, like okay, I'll be right back, guys." Todd joins the channel again. Like you could tell he rebooted his computer
1: like, "How about now?" And they're like, "Nope, still can't hear you, Todd." <laughs> well, and and Todd likes to do that also, but Todd does it more when we're connected on video. So Todd will just be mouthing words and and making really exaggerated hand yes. motions which always gives it away but you know he'll he'll be talking and make you think that you can't hear him and and he's actually there. So that's a very very easy simplistic one anyone can do.
0: Yeah, you just need one other person to play along because then it's like, "Oh man, there must be something like mar- wrong with my mic. Discord's not picking up. Something's not working." And you can actually keep it going for a little while. Before, yeah. it's like, okay, this poor guy's rebooted his computer like three times now, so we should probably like let on that we can hear him. <laughs> right. We do actually want to play games yes. at some <laughs> point. <laughs> so, um, all right. So I'll do one more quick hitter, and then I'll pass it back to you. Um, this one, this is, I've done this one at work before, and this is a great one, right? It's pretty easy to pull off. If somebody ever leaves their computer, so you can do this at your friend's house too, right? Oh, and I've no. done this many a times, right? If somebody ever leaves their computer, you can take a screenshot of their desktop. <laughs> I
1: love, I love this one right? so much.
0: I, like take uh-huh. a screenshot of their desktop and then set that as their wallpaper. Uh huh. So that when they come up to their computer, everything looks kosher, right? It's like, Hey, here it is. And then all you do is you right click and you go hide icons. And it will hide the actual active icons. But what you see is the icons from the screenshot that you took and it will blow people's minds. They will think their computer is completely broken because they will go to start clicking on icons and nothing happens. And it's just the most simple, like easy trick in the world to pull off because you can set this up in like a minute, if you know what you're doing and it will, it will legit like completely confuse somebody. They'll think their computer's broken it's pretty funny to watch, because you'll just see them start clicking everything, and they're like, what? like what's going on, man? Like, nothing's working! Like, ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you totally just reminded me of a few pranks that I completely forgot about. All right, so we've mentioned our friend Curtis on the oh, show yeah. a couple times. Curtis has the kind of personality to take things too far, yep. so he will take things to a whole nother level. He and I shared a job together. And he kept changing my wallpaper to be animals acting like animals out in the wild. Okay, now this is at work. All right? We worked for a small business. There were only like eight of us there. Now, my computer was kind of in the corner, so no one would see it unless they went out of their way to look at my screen. But I was like, Curtis, you can't do this. This is our job. So I locked my computer... And then my boss yelled at me and said, why are you locking your computer? So, of course, Uh-oh. I'm not going to, like, throw Curtis under the bus. But I was like, Curtis, I got in trouble because you're the one setting all oh, these stupid man. wallpapers. So that that was one that happened there. Another favorite of mine was that we would always try to change each other's email signatures. Oh, and yes. I went for weeks not noticing that mine at the very bottom... My emails were coming from Paul Q Layman. It was just a really simple <laughs> putting Q as my middle name. My middle name's Andrew, but like you know, it, it was just our friend Eric did that, and I didn't notice for weeks. I thought that was funny. Another great one is you can add a macro inside all of the Microsoft products, so if someone types the, you can have it autocorrect to put like. The darn. Yeah. And so then anytime they type, they're like, you know, oh, did you finish up the darn invoices? You can do that on phones now, too. iPhones are great. So that's a really easy (laughs) prank to
0: pull on somebody is just, yeah, you can go in there and have any word when they type it out, change to another word.
1: Yeah. Just uh, don't get anyone in trouble at work. Yes. (laughs) Don't be a Curtis. Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Yeah, I got a couple quick fire ones that I can mention. So, one that I really loved is I ended up discovering that you can order custom made shower curtains and pillows and stuff like that is more common now. But a few years ago, that was like a brand new thing. And I found a listing on Amazon of someone who was selling shower curtains that just had a giant face of Jeff Goldblum and then a monkey next to him. With just like a tropical landscape behind. I don't know why. I don't know why they mashed these two things together on the shower curtain, but I knew I had to buy it, and I have hosted a lot of poker nights in the past, and I thought it would just be really funny to put it up in my own house, and if anyone opens the door, it's just this like four-foot uh, diameter chef person. Yes, I have yeah. seen this in person, and it is glorious, man. There is no better conversation starter than someone going to your bathroom and coming out being, (laughs) what on earth is up with the Jeff Goldblum shower curtain? So my wife hated it. I wanted to keep it up legitimately. I thought it was, no, we're leaving this up forever. Whenever anyone comes over, they're going to see it. She wanted to take it down. And so we did. And then I ended up sneaking it into one of my friend's houses, Jackie and Jonathan, Hung it up on their shower. We left it there. This
0: is what I'm... How do you hang up a shower curtain in somebody's house, Paul?
1: Dude, You are a ninja, man. Maybe in another life, I would be like a really good thief or something. I don't know. But I just rolled it all up, folded it best I could. At the time, I think it was in the middle of winter. And so I just put it up my sleeve. And it was just literally inside my coat arm. And just walked right in with it and, oh, hey, I got to use your bathroom and just, you know, put it up. <laughs> so, you know, I love I love things like that. On Amazon, I had also found where you could buy a book that was called How to Talk to Your Cat About Gun Safety and Abstinence, Drugs, Satanism, and Other Dangers That Threaten <laughs> Their Nine Lives. It's a legitimate book of 144 pages that actually cover all of those topics. Oh, my goodness. And I ordered four or five of them. And if I ever went to a friend's house, that was like a really small book, but I would just sneak it into the middle of their bookshelves, knowing someday they're going to see this. And and it's such a funny title. And then I would always leave a message right inside the cover. So I would write things like, This book was really a blessing to our family while we spoke to our cats, and we hope it blesses yours as well. (laughs) Love, Paul. So that way, at least it all said my name on it, and they would know it was me. Because I figured that's a more long-term... Like, everyone has a bookshelf that has books that they haven't looked at in 10 years.
0: And you want to know when somebody discovers this prank, too. Exactly. Right. Yeah.
1: So that was another very, very little easy one that I was a big fan of.
0: All right. So this one... I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually uh, advertise a product for this one. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, man, if you don't know, you will know at some point. But okay. So there is a product that is called Liquid Ass. Okay. <laughs>
1: okay. I am, I am aware. Are this. you aware of
0: this product? Okay. Yes, so this product is by far the stinkiest thing that you will ever smell in your life. Okay, and when I say stinky, I don't mean like stink bomb stinky, where it's just really sulfur rotten egg stinky. This is like the most foul thing that could come out of a human being stinky that is possible. Okay. Like there is there is this oddly natural smell to it, to where it like you legit think it's coming from somebody, not something, right? Like it's not but like it's a just stink very
1: bomb. right, but it's just a very concentrated <clears throat> extract. It's of that very scent.
0: very concentrated. So I. I, my wife gave me a bottle of this for Christmas one year because she knew oh, no. that I would love this. And shortly after that, we went over to her parents' house to play cards and just hang out. Well, you know, we're married, we get along well with her parents, we're all very comfortable. So it's not unheard of for me to get blamed for certain smells that might <laughs> arise, you know, while the family's hanging out. Sure. So, in this case, we're playing cards, and I know what this stuff smells like, man. It is absolutely terrible, So we're playing cards, and I, you know it's in a little spray bottle, so I have to like cough to like cover it, and I spray it under the table <laughs> and It takes a second or two for this to kind of waft out, and man, the smell hits, and instantly they are just like, "Josh!" oh my goodness and i just play the part i'm just like guys i'm really sorry man like i don't know what's going on with me like right now i had no idea that it was gonna smell like that like i i i'm really embarrassed right now like i'm so sorry my wife knows what's going on so she Uh starts just laughing crying you know and it's just terrible so the the beauty of this product is that it dissipates after like five minutes. It completely goes away. It's completely harmless. There's no like long-term effects. So 10, 15 minutes later, I just spray it under the table again. Oh, no. And it is just like, it. you know, a few seconds later, here comes this. And once you smell this smell, dude, you will never forget this smell. And so her parents are instantly like, they start like, Almost gagging, right? Like, we're sitting at this little table in our dining room, and they're like, Josh. And then they're like, and I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what's happening. You know, anyway, it's like this stuff is the best stuff in the world, man. Like, buy a bottle of it. I, I threatened my kids. My kids were having a sleepover, right? This is the beauty of being a parent. My kids are having a sleepover. I walk into the room. I go, hey, guys, how's everything going? And they're like, oh, hey, dad. Like, yeah, we're playing and blah, blah, blah. And I just whip out the liquid ass bottle and I just spray like two pumps in the air and their eyes just <laughs> – they they like – they get super big. Their jaw falls to the ground and in like slow motion, they just go like, no. <laughs> and then I just close the door and I just sit there and hold the door closed and you just you you like you can hear them tugging on the door, man. The door is rattling. My daughter's friend is like, "Oh, oh, what is that?"
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wouldn't man. let him out of
0: the room for a while. It was great, but yes, uh, th- dude, this this stuff makes for the absolute best pranks ever.
1: So I don't recall if you ever ended up seeing Anchorman or not, but essentially that's the sex Panther cologne scene where they spray it and everyone's running down the halls. The alarms are going off and they're all yelling what it smells like. And, uh, that's funny, funny. funny
0: tidbit, just cause it's so popular. The Mark Rober videos where he does the glitter bomb. When yeah, he yeah, goes yeah. to the glitter bomb 2.0, he doesn't advertise it, but that's, that's the product. That's, that's liquid ass. Cause he was like, dude, we've upgraded the, the, like the fart spray on this. And he was like, let me tell you, this stuff is the foulest stuff I've ever smelled and that's what they're actually using uh in the the glitter bombs so highly recommend <laughs> it's, it it's cheap a bottle's like 6 bucks man <laughs>
1: You're probably alarming Brandy's parents where they're like, you need to see a doctor. They, they like, legit actually not okay. said that at one point. Be- I, I,
0: I got them like three or four times before finally like, they figured out what was going on. But there yeah. was definitely a conversation where they were concerned for my health <laughs> because of that. And my my wife is just dying every single time, man. She is just... Tears rolling down her face. She knows what's going on. She's just watching her parents' reaction to this and how they're blaming me and their
1: concern for my health and everything else. Uh, it was it was great. Oh, my goodness. How funny. Well, yeah, I mean, I've got a couple more that I can kind of think of. I don't think any of them are terribly long stories per se. But since we've been talking about Andy a lot, since he's one of my oldest friends, he's been the target of a lot of these pranks. I discovered that on Amazon you can order these oh man, what are they called? Like the fat head stickers. Yeah, The wall cling like giant stickers. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So these are really popular for getting like sports athletes and you can decorate a room and it's like a life-size full printout of, of a person. And the great thing about these are that they're they're like non stick. You just put it on a surface, but you can peel it right back off. It doesn't leave like residue or anything. Well, again, someone took a bunch of super goofy stock photos online and made these massive fathead cling stickers. And one of them was just a really old woman using an (laughs) inhaler. (laughs) I've seen this, and it's funny. It's the most random sticker. I don't know why anyone decided to make it. And all the comments on the Amazon listing are just hysterical, talking about how oh, yeah, now I get to look at this friendly old woman every day. I put it on my mirror and, you know, just (laughs) no one is buying this for real. Everyone's buying it to prank someone else. And I really had to decide where I wanted to use this because this was kind of pricey. It was $25. And this is, you know, I can only hit one target once. right? So we were going over to Andy's house and I decided that I would smuggle it in. And if none of the kids were around, because they have a bunch of kids, we have a bunch of kids, it's sometimes hard to try to pull this stuff off. And they were still pretty new in their current house. And I just said, I don't even know what door is what. I'm just going to open a door in the hallway. I'm going to put this up as quick as I can. And my hope is that it would be on the back side of a door so they wouldn't even see it entering the room, but they'd close it and then get scared. That was the hope. So I put this on the inside of their closet door. And then they discovered it, I think, a few days later. And so no one suspected me. And Andy thought this was like some grand scheme of someone making fun of him for having asthma. And it had nothing to do with any of that. But Andy's like, it's someone who knows I have asthma and they're making fun of me. And I'm just thinking like, this was just a totally random picture that I thought looked funny. And so finally I fessed up to it. But they said it was actually in the closet where Andy kept... His inhaler. And I think they had a breathing machine. So the fact that that was the door that I picked. (laughs) It was the perfect location. Perfect location. Totally just at random. Yeah. So the the asthma sticker was a fun one. Another one that I really liked is there was a website that went live a couple years ago called Cat Facts. Oh, this one is great, man. Oh, I thought this was such a great concept. Basically, you would pay a couple of bucks and you would put in a phone number. And you could set a certain frequency, and it would send a set number of texts just giving random facts about cats to someone. And of course, no one would sign up for themselves. This just became how you would prank your friends. So you would pay 3 bucks, and now it's going to spam 30 cat facts. And you could choose do it once an hour, do it once a day, do it once a week, and then you could just let it go. Well, they also had other facts and so I signed up my friend Jackie for cat facts and I signed up Andy for Nicholas Cage facts <laughs> and I said it for once a day and I think it was like three bucks. It was pretty cheap. but what a great idea. Super simple. I thought it was very yeah, funny.
0: People would just get this random text, you know, where it's like, do you know that the Australian blue hair cat can uh, <laughs> can jump 12 feet in the air uh, and hunts its prey? only at midnight or something like that and you would just yeah. be like what the like what, what like you, why, what, am, I why I am i getting this, this? text like what
1: <laughs> like <laughs> did what? you know that nicolas cage used to vacation in palo alto back in his childhood yeah it was just like totally random stuff and totally harmless
0: yeah yeah that's a good website now it's funny too because now there's starting to become a little bit more of those like I know you can get the little – uh it, it's not like a greeting card, but it's like a little uh, speaker thing that makes like cricket sounds. That, that It's double-sided. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you can like mm-hmm. put it under somebody's TV stand and it'll make this cricket sound like once every three hours. But it's yeah. just enough to like drive somebody crazy but not give away where the location is, which yeah. is pretty funny. Like there's a lot of these little things. You can mail a potato to somebody. You know where it's like they just get a potato in the mail. It's like yeah. doesn't even come in an envelope. It's just like here's your potato, and you're like, wait a minute, like what? <laughs> like there's a lot of those things, man. That's what we need to do, man. We need to start a prank, uh, a prank company, but not glitter bombs. Glitter bombs should be illegal. <laughs> uh it's funny because I'm a fan of the glitter bomb. Like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a good friend of the uh, the footballers, the podcast, Andy and them. And they had asked, Hey, can you send him this stuff? And I said, Sure. But I made a homemade glitter bomb where I just cut up like a, a piece of paper into like a gajillion tiny little pieces and then like poured it in the envelope. And they were like, There's no chance that that's ever going to work. And then, sure enough, like three days later, the guy like texted a photo and it was all over his lap and everything. And I was oh, like, no. I told you guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so- Oh, at least it wasn't real glitter. Oh, real glitter, real glitter, glitter, would be is,
0: real glitter is permanent and forever. Like people say diamonds are forever, but glitter is forever, <laughs> glitter. man.
1: You know, the, the last thing that I'll bring up here, even though I man, I have so many that I could still bring up. But the one thing that I did not do, but I was very tempted to do was during the 2016 presidential election season. We have a lot of friends that have very strong political leanings, and I legit looked up pricing to get magnetic bumper stickers and yard signs <laughs> of the other candidate. So I thought this would be way too funny, except I legitimately thought that some of our friends would get too mad yeah. about
0: this. See, it used to be that would be a hilarious thing, but nowadays, like, people take their politics way too serious, man. You know, and I yeah, it's almost becoming like you can't pick on people about that stuff anymore, which is sad.
1: Yeah, in my head, I could already hear... Well, now my neighbors have all these misconceptions of me, and I'm mad and upset, so I just decided not to. But I I did think there would be nothing funnier than our friends walking out and seeing a sign (laughs) of the candidate that they couldn't stand (laughs) right there in their front yard. So I, I, I did not do that.
0: Yeah, that would have been a good one.
1: Yeah. Any last ones for you, Josh? No,
0: I mean, I've I've got a million, but it's like, you know, I I think we've covered a lot of the good ones. Plus, I know we're running low on time, but man, it's come join us in discord because this was a completely spontaneous conversation that popped up. It's it's just it's stuff like this, which is why we love our community. Um, I mean, I love talking about this stuff. You know, I love having a good time. I know you love having a good time. So hopefully, this episode came across as fun for everybody. Like I know I enjoyed having a good laugh about it as well. Uh, but if you liked it, let us know. If you're like, hey guys, shut up and stick with gaming, let us know. <laughs> that's you fine. Know, like, we'll that's,
1: take it like men. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, we can take <laughs> it. But uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: uh, all right, I'll, I'll bring up one last thing. Oh, yes. so my my latest prank actually just happened like two weeks ago. <gasps> So my friend Jonathan was having a birthday and it's a running joke of ours that he really loves Golden Girls. Like legitimately <laughs> still to this day. Oh, that's loves a good show. Don't you talk bad right. about Golden Girls. Okay. All right. Golden Girls was fine. I wasn't a huge fan, but he talks about it all the time. So my wife actually found out that you could order a dozen roses oh. which is actually betty white <laughs> and they are in wire stands that you can stick in someone's front yard kind of like the old pink flamingo yeah. prank that you could do and so it's 12 pictures of betty white and then one big sign that says a dozen roses for your birthday and so we put those in his front yard and he was delighted and I'm sure he'll pass it on to someone else.
0: I was going to say, he's probably collected those and is keeping them <laughs> safe somewhere at this point, just knowing how he feels about Golden Girls.
1: Yeah, yeah. He might might keep one as a souvenir yeah. and, and pass on the others. So anyway, that's uh, the the latest one that we included my kids in. They were delighted to be able to join in on that one. love being able
0: to do that stuff, man. They, they love really it. do. Yes, absolutely. You want to have a good time, invite your kids to
1: prank somebody. Teach them, teach them the right way, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I think we are out of time here for today. So, like Josh said, come find us on Patreon, which you can find at MultiplayerSquad.com. dot and then you can come join the discord community and share your own pranks. You can also hit us up on social media at multiplayer Pod. And also, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, Right now, that work is on hold because Todd is in the middle of a move across the country, but I do know that he'll be returning to video editing, and our channel on YouTube is Multiplayer Podcast. So if you subscribe there, you'll be notified as soon as more content goes up. And then we will be back with an episode on Thursday for This Week in Gaming, and if you're curious to know what the next deep dive will be, we will be jumping into It Takes Two. So if you want to get in a little bit of game time, you'll know what we're talking about, and that episode will be out a week from today. All right, we'll see you guys on Thursday for This Week in Gaming. All right, see everybody.